Welcome back everyone to another This Week in Sports Cards. My name is Aaron, your host of This Week in Sports Cards, Volume 7. We are already on Volume 7. It's crazy how fast time is going and how much the sports car market is changing in that time. Before we get into the content today, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Slabstock. Subscribe to our YouTube channel right here, Slabstocks as well. And then also go to Slabstocks.com and subscribe to our daily investment newsletters. This morning, there's a huge newsletter that went out. And if you subscribe right now, you will automatically get that newsletter. There's a ton of investments in there for basketball and baseball and football. So be sure to check that out. Getting into this past week, what's went on in the market, starting with Monday, we have the 2012 Clay Thompson base rookie PSA 10. This is from the classic 2012 Prism set. Um, of course, the first Prism set ever made. Um, so that is just a, you know a huge value boost right there. And Clay Thompson has not played in the 2019 NBA season. However, since the start of the tw- um, since the start of 2020, this card's increased 538% in value. There's been 24 sales on auction since the start of uh, 2020. So clearly, a lot of people are interested in this card, even without Clay playing. As for the PSA population report, speaking of that, if you haven't seen our Slab Stocks 101 video on the PSA and BGS population report, make sure to check that out. Um, it was the video right before this. But in terms of how many PSA 10s are out there, there are 341 PSA 10s out of a total of 510 graded which is 67% uh, for the Prism PSA 10, the gem rate. Now, this card clearly has skyrocketed um, really since the middle of March or since, you know, you can see right there where the NBA got suspended and then dipped, um, and now it's just been rising ever since, like all basketball cards. However, since this post, they're down to $450. So there's a really quick spike in the price. Now they're back down to $450 was the last auction. So it's down $100, um, good note to make there. And then we have a comment here from Sterling Sports Cards. He said, iconic set, and it has the potential for five or six Hall of Famers to come out of that class, uh, straight fire. And yes, this class is absolutely loaded for the 2012 Prism uh, set because it was 2011 and 2012 combined. So we're looking at Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, you throw in Kyrie Irving, who obviously is a question mark in terms of how much is he playing. You got to play games to you know make the Hall of Fame. So that's an interesting aspect right there. But there are a lot of players in this set. Kemba Walker too. Uh, Andre Drummond, just to throw in a couple more names. But just a crazy set and uh, definitely worth looking at the 2012 Prism set, the rookies from that set, as well as some of the veterans like LeBron, like Kobe. But this card, this Klay Thompson card specifically, seems kind of crazy for the increase. I know that people uh, compare investments in the sports card industry to other players from the same set, and they're like, oh, Kemba Walker, Damian Lillard's going up, so should Klay Thompson. And then that happens here, um, which is why. But clearly, since the post, it's down to $450. It was $550, so people kind of felt like it was topping out. Um, you know, Going forward, I don't think we're going to see much more increase until he starts playing again. And, uh, you know, that would be next season. The Warriors aren't going to make the playoffs this year. But they will get a huge top draft pick. So that could help also. But for now, it seems kind of tapped. Unless the sports car market sees more demand come in, more new investors come in, then maybe we could see some more movement up. But as of right now, it seems like that it's tapped for the meantime. Which also means if it goes down to 350 300 maybe you want to buy back in then. If it's lower than the peak, because now you know that can get up to that peak, 550 um, someday again, especially with him playing and the Warriors coming back. 
So that's what's going on there with the Clay Thompson. Moving on to Tuesday, we are revisiting the Clay, uh, sorry, LeBron James 2003 Topps Chrome Rookie PSA 10. This is a card that periodically we have uh, reviewed and made marker reports on for the last year because, of course, last year it was like $1,200 uh, at the National in August, and now it is up to 9000 155 as of this post is the new all-time sale on auction. Um, but since the start of March, that was only up 20%. It was getting up close to 8,000. NBA season gets suspended. Dips all the way back down to 4,600 was the low. You could have bought between 4,600 and 6,000 for a couple weeks, it appears, or at least, yeah, a couple weeks. So you had time. And now the new all-time sale of 9,155 was hit. That's a double up. Pretty like literally 99% increase in value since that auction. The the dip sold at four thousand six hundred dollars, and as for today's value, the last auction got nine thousand six hundred fifty dollars, and the last buy it now got on an offer accepted nine thousand five hundred dollars. So clearly it is still hot, and then we have some comments here to read. Uh, first one is from Catching Heaters. Wish I could grab this card. It will continue to go up during the playoffs. Also, if the Lakers win the championship, like I believe they will, who knows where this card will go. And then from Bubblehead Rob, if this is a $10,000 card, then the exquisite rookie patch auto must be a million dollar card, which is funny because uh, back a couple, maybe a couple months ago, we had uh, Cardboard Chronicles on Josh and he was talking about his exquisite rookie patch auto. And now maybe those are seeming like an underpriced card as of two months ago compared to this uh, LeBron Topps Chrome PSA 10. But in terms of where the card can go, as we enter uh, the NBA restart July 31st and through the playoffs this year, really just hinges on what LeBron does in the playoffs. I'm sure that we'll see steady gain in this card all the way through until the Lakers either lose or win the championship, and then they will either spike hard or they will simmer down for a little bit, and then there might be a time to rebuy back in. Because of the shortened offseason, there's going to be less time for people to acquire cards when the players aren't playing. And I don't even think that the prices will drop anyways this offseason because of how hot the sports card market is. I mean, there's no sports right now, so technically kind of like an offseason anyways, and we've seen what happens. So there really is no offseason anymore. People are going to buy and, you know, make make trends and predictions and all this stuff here and there to keep the market hot. So I don't think this drops much if the Lakers lose. It'll drop some just because, you know, get eliminated, don't win a finals. I'm sure that people will be selling off some. But as the next season approaches, and if they bring back Anthony Davis, I'm sure it's just going to keep, you know, slowly gaining more value. It's LeBron James. Like, what can we say anymore? One of the best players of all time, top two, uh, up there with MJ. Moving on to Wednesday, we have the Jason Tatum 2017 Panini Hoops Rookie PSA 10. This is pretty much the opposite of the LeBron. We are looking at, you know, the highest end base rookie of LeBron. Now we're going to a more lower end card here with the 2017 Hoops PSA 10. And this card... As of the middle of February, you could have bought for $25 to $30, around $30 on February 2nd. The most recent auction sale on January 9th grabbed $150. That's a 400% increase in value. And then now the card's up to around $180. Buy it now. So there's only 303 PSA 10s out there, but there's only 340 or there is 347 total cards graded. So that means 87% of the uh, cards that have been graded have gotten 10s. So the gem rate is very high. However, the supply is very low because for quite some time, we can see that this card was $30 or under because before this, they were all cheaper than $30. And if you go back prior to this, 
But so it shows that people weren't submitting them because they weren't really that valuable. Now, if a bunch of these get bought non-graded or people find them and want to grade them, I'm sure three, four months, five months down the line, maybe even sooner, we are going to see a huge spike in the PSA 10 supply on this card and as well as many other hoops rookies because now this is the cheaper investment card versus Prism versus Optic versus Select. People want to get into this. PSA 10s go up. Supply will now go up in the future. Prices might simmer down. However, demand will probably most likely outpace supply. So I doubt that we're going to see any simmering down of these top players uh, at all. But in terms of what we will see for supply, supply will be higher. But I also think demand will be higher. So if you want to buy these you know, Hoops Ricky PSA 10s on a budget for a PSA 10, I mean, you can pretty much go, are you going to buy a Prism PSA 9 or Hoops PSA 10? You might go with the Prism PSA 9 if you really like Prism, but they're around the same value uh, for Luka and for Tatum. Moving on to some comments we have from GNK Sports Cards here. Since the set has been around since the 90s, there's already brand recognition and history in the hobby. People love the classic look and it offers a cheaper alternative to those who are priced out of the Chrome cards. I can see it growing more popular in the coming months as Prism, Optic, etc. get more expensive. Briar Carlisle here says Hoops is 100% slept on, great value, and definitely a paper preference. And in terms of what I think about this set, the parallels are super nice. There's not that many. The teal explosions look awesome. The premium or the silver, whatever you want to call them, maybe platinum, uh, look really good too. And the population is just really small on these cards for now because not many people want to grade them. So I'm sure it's going to go up, like I said, but the cards are really nice. If we're looking at tops and tops chrome and baseball, um, this kind of feels like the tops flagship, like the paper base. Uh, that you'd buy. So I think it's a worthwhile investment for sure if you are not looking to get into the higher end sets like Prism Optic Select. Um, so I think that this is a good route to go for sure. Moving on to Thursday, we've got a comparison here of the 2018 Prism Shea Gilgis Alexander Silver PSA 10 versus the Immaculate Rookie Patch Auto out of 99. The night before I made this post, I asked a question on Instagram. You know, what is your favorite rookie patch autograph that is not National Treasures? Because that is the most sought after one, which you will see later in this video. But I want, and most of the people replied with Immaculate. So I want to throw a little comparison together. If you were to invest in an Immaculate rookie patch auto before the season versus if you were to invest in a Shea Gilgis Prism Silver PSA 10 before the season. If you were to do that, the Immaculate rookie patch auto would have cost $271.00. The Prism Silver PSA 10 would have been 190, so significantly cheaper. Since that, the Immaculate RPA is up 3%, and the Prism Silver 10 is up 150%. So clearly, the non-auto Prism Silver PSA 10 has just destroyed the Immaculate in terms of re uh, return on investment. However, keep in mind this is only looking at Shea, so it's worthwhile to go look at like Luca, Trey, Jaron Jackson, other players for this to make sure that. You know, if you are looking to invest in silvers over macular RPAs, that the trend plays out for multiple investments. But my inkling is yes, without even looking at it. Um, clearly, people have came to love Prism Silvers over the past couple of years, and it's showing here for sure with the Shea. As for today's value, the Prism Silver uh, was an offer accepted on June 12th for 675, and two days before that, the auction an auction went for 475. So now the Prism Silver PSA 10 is up 255% since before the 2019 season started, 
which is pretty, pretty crazy here. Looking at the Immaculate, an auction sold for 360 and a buy it now for 350 uh, two days ago or a day ago. And now that is up 33% since before the season. So that Immaculate sale has, you know, went up a little bit, which is good. Um, but it's not quite there with that Prism Silver, especially with the most recent $675 sale. Now we have some comments here. We have Hunter Does Cards says, Personally, I just like Prism variations much better than Rookie Patch Autos. RPAs have never done much for me, so I haven't really wanted to invest in them. I would much rather have a Prism PSA 10 aesthetically. It's also a lot easier to keep track of from an investment standpoint because there are fewer variables like what the patch looks like, player-worn versus game-worn, and autograph quality. Jeter48222 says, in the, long run, in the long run, Immaculate RPA is a bargain compared to mass-produced crap, meaning Prism. And then we have Cardboard Sports Card says, value should be on the RPAs. They actually have value, at least in auto, unlike silvers and base. I don't understand the market. So looking at these two different investments here, very different cards, completely different. One's a non-auto, PSA graded. The other is in a rookie patch auto, non-graded. And obviously the patch and the autograph is much different than the non-auto. But it's it's interesting because really what these second comments are saying is that you know these are rare. There's an auto 99, there's only 99 of each. It's got an autograph from the player, it's got a patch, even if it is player-worn. Um, it makes sense to why this should be worth more, but then we have to go always back to what is the demand? What do people want to invest in? What do people want to buy? And if it's Prism Silver PSA 10, it's Prism Silver PSA 10. Uh, the data doesn't lie. So if you're going to buy other players, uh, maybe you know go and choose that Prism Silver PSA 10 or find a, find a Prism numbered card uh, from Hobby or whatever of these players. Uh, it might make more sense. And then just a quick note on the Shea Gilgis Prism Silver PSA 10 specifically, the one that sold on 670 or on best offer for $675, that really broke the all-time sale for this by a lot. Um, the previous one was like 500. So know that supply is very low on eBay right now for Prism Silver 10s of Shea. Um, it's also a very tough grade, this card. Very, very tough. One of the toughest from the set. So that is also a huge contributing factor to why it's worth so much because of the lack of supply. But maybe wait to see if more supply becomes available. Um, just don't want you to, to pay up to 675 if the card was worth 400 to 500 for a couple months. Um, don't want you know a quick drop in it to, to ruin that buy. But also keep in mind that the supply is very low. So if shade does go off in the playoffs, the card will probably go up much quicker because of the lack of supply. Um, very a, a good point there to, to remember when investing with supply and demand, uh, other factors included. Moving on to Friday, we have a comparison, again, I uh, really like the comparison these last two days of the week, between Jason Tatum Optic Hollow PSA 10 and Jason Tatum Red Yellow PSA 10. Uh, really quick, first thing I want to point out is that the Red Yellow Optic cards are not even hollows. They are just a red and yellow border of an Optic. Uh, really, in my mind, just a terrible card. I did not include that parallel in the Slab Stocks 101 uh, NBA parallels and brands to target. Make sure you go check out that video too. But in my mind, that card is far, far inferior to this Optic Hollow Rookie PSA 10, which is like a silver, but for optic. And honestly, they're more rare than silvers too. Um, I wanted to show people why I did not include the red yellow in the video by showing if you made an equal investment into an Optic Hollow and an Optic Red Yellow PSA 10, which would equate to buying four red-yellow PSA 10s, four copies of it, 
was the same as buying one Optic Hollow PSA 10 at the start of May, you would have made 54% return on investment with the Optic Hollow PSA 10, but only 29% with the red yellow. So it's about half as fast of a growing investment as the Optic Hollow PSA 10. So clearly, if you're just going for ROI, if you're buying these and then selling all four cards at the same time or the red, yellow PSA 10 and selling the Optic Hollow at the same time, the clear better choice here is the Optic Hollow PSA 10. Now, there is something else to consider with this because more cards means more flexibility. So you could sell two on June 11th and then you could keep two for into the playoffs if you have the red, yellow. If you're selling just the Optic Hollow PSA 10, once you sell that card, your position is gone in this Tatum Optic uh, investment. So something to consider. However, if it were me, I'm still going with that Optic Hollow PSA 10 over the red and yellow, even if it provides more flexibility. And honestly, I just hold that Tatum into the playoffs for sure because as more people you know, want to invest in basketball cards and the NBA season comes back, there's no reason why this card would be worth less money than it is today. And in terms of what the value is today, there's no change from the post here, so around $900. Now to get to some comments here, this one is from Orange Juice 5 Really appreciate the take because it actually is the opposite of what I have. Um, he said, I personally like quantity because if you sell the one card, you're out of the investment, and then prices keep going up, you won't be able to enjoy the future increase. But it works in reverse as well. If prices go down, it's easier to close a position on one card than scramble and try to sell four cards when prices are falling. For me, I, I like the quantity, which gives me flexibility to leg in and out of the investment, which is a very good point. And that is why I brought this discussion of flexibility in the Instagram post. Uh, very good point here. However, if I'm going between the hollow and the red yellow, I'm going hollow every time. That is it for the market reports this week, but now let's check out what has been going on with National Treasures 2019 NBA basketball this week. Absolutely crazy here. Look at this post. The Zion NT mania is here. We have three different things going on. We have a blowout cards, most wanted Zion Williamson, uh, logo men autograph. They're offering $500,000 reward um, for anyone that pulls this card and wants to sell it. We have our local card shop, Brewtown Trading Company on Facebook, they pulled in the shop one of the out of 99 rookie patch autos. And if you look right below that, we're looking at the $76,000 on bids, Zion Williamson rookie patch auto of 99. Now it's ending around a day and a half. Um, definitely go check out that card to track it uh, when it ends, but just crazy, crazy, crazy what's going on here with National Treasures. As for some comments, we have one from Pinetto86. Anyone saying they would hold it and not sell is either rich, rich, or insane. You take that money for that piece of cardboard and buy some other nice pieces for the PC and keep the change. Big Taco V 2.0 replied with, and go ahead and snag yourself a house or vacation home and nice new car too. 100% no way I'd even bat an eye at refusing an offer like that. That's insane. And then from Cousin Chris Official, if his NT sells for 100K and the person pays for it, that means that Lucas should be 500K and LeBron and uh, Brady National Treasure should be in the millions. And then pretty much summed up here for from the homie cards is we have reached peak crazy. Um, pretty pretty nuts here going on with the National Treasures release for basketball this week. Um, there was some comments saying that 
other people were offering $550,000 or $600,000. Uh, those are one-offs from different Instagram posts, you know, different users on Instagram, uh, people in Facebook groups, which might very well be true. Those people could be offering that much and they would pay for that in person to uh, the, pull of the person that pulls this card. But the reason why Blowout is included in this post is because they have a flyer um, that's put out. It's very official. Um, just makes it look obviously like someone is paying 500k for it. But also, people could pay more for it. Just because they're offering a 500k reward does not mean this card is going to sell for 500k. Could sell for 600k to the next person or 550 here. I'm just saying to keep in mind and definitely not to discredit those people's offers because those are huge. And I'm sure that they're uh, probably real, but just crazy to see from that. Uh, moving on to the last part of this video, we have the daily question that was chosen for this week. And it's, how do you think the week 2020 NBA draft class will affect the overall NBA sports card market? And I think a lot of people took problem with the word week in here. as considering putting it in, considering leaving it out. I left it in because comparing it to the 2018 draft class, comparing it to the 2019 draft class, it is weaker. Um, this is not to say that this draft class won't sell basketball cards. It's just to say that the draft class is weaker than the last two. But to go to the comments here, we have one from New England Pieces that says, Zion and Ja's second-year cards will rival prices of better rookies, which is definitely true. And then from Dave's Cards 32, is hopefully it means wax prices come back down to earth. You pretty much always lose money opening wax, but it's fun. It's not fun to rip an inflated $500 box that really should be $150 and pull $50 of cards. And then we got one here from the Wharf Sports Cards. I actually don't think it is as weak of a draft as people think. Lamelo is going to be extremely popular in the hobby, regardless of what you think he turns out to be as a player. Whoever the Warriors draft is going to see instant team success and hobby demand will follow. Denny Abdija is instantly going to get the Luka comparison because he's a young Euro forward that can handle the ball and score. That's a minimum of three guys that will have a large hobby demand from the jump, not to mention guys like Anthony Edwards and RJ Hampton or the sleepers that none of us know about yet. There may not be a Zion, but this class has three to five very good players who have immediate impacts. Um, so just a really uh, good all-around take here from him and then from the other comments as well. So yes, this class could turn out very well. And really what it does take is one guy to make a set very in demand. So maybe you know what happens is that Wax doesn't go down because this class turns out better than we think or, you know, on par with 2019. We'll see. Wax probably won't go down, though, if singles stay as high as they are because, you know, if you can pull super high-end cards from the set, they're obviously going to make the sealed product uh, just as much expensive. Thank you guys for watching this week in Sports Cards Volume 7. I really appreciate you joining me. The market this week, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with what's going on in the market, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Slabstocks. For now, I'm Aaron, your host, and thank you for watching.